let me just um, dive into the message briefly here since I've got that wedding to do this afternoon on the beach. And uh, so I won't be long, but I do want to share something that is on my heart. And it's been on my heart for a while. And it's really for me during this season. So I've ministered it in a couple of other settings. And I had a different message prepared today. And, uh, and I just felt the Lord just prompt me to say, that's not just for you. That's for New Dimensions. And, uh, and, it, and, it, and it's a message uh, simply entitled this, God is my rock. Everybody say that with me. God is my rock. Is, is, there, is there anybody here that's convinced that we're living in a time in which, like never before, we need to be convinced that God is our rock? Lift your hands toward heaven and shout it with your mouth. Say, God is my rock. And so I want to share a few thoughts uh, revolving around uh, this subject matter, uh, beginning with number one, the perspective of God as uh, my rock. Everybody shout perspective. I begin with this point because our progress in life begins with our perspective in life. Can I get an amen to that? And everybody shout perspectives. See, if your perspective is off, then your progress will be off. Your life will be off. Shout it again, perspectives. And this principle applies to our perspective of God as our rock. Uh, There's an interesting verse of scripture regarding this point in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 15, uh, where the Bible says, but a guy named Jeshurun forsook God, which made him. And so Deuteronomy 32 and verse 15, you may need to write quickly or type quickly. Uh, Deuteronomy 32 and verse 15 says, but Jezuron forsook God, which made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. Everybody say he lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. That's in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 15. May it not be said of us that we lightly esteem the God who is our rock. Shout perspective. Another verse is Deuteronomy chapter 32 again, but this time verse 18. Everybody shout verse 18, which says, Of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful and hast forgotten the God that formed thee. May it not be said of us that we are unmindful of God as our rock. And may it not be said of us that we have forgotten the God who formed us. Shout perspective. But may it be said that we are mindful of God as our rock. May it be said that we remember the God who formed us. May it be said that we highly esteem the rock of our salvation. Can I get a loud amen to that? Shout perspective. And our perspective should uh, entail the next point, number two, uh, the peerlessness of God as uh, my rock. And of course, uh, the term peerlessness means to have no peer or to be incomparable or beyond comparisons and have no equals. It means to be in a category all by yourself. And anybody convinced God is in a category all by himself? Can somebody say amen to that? We find the pureness of God is our rock in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 31, which says, for their rock is not as our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. That's Deuteronomy 32 and verse 31. He says, their rock 
is not as our rock. Don't touch him, but look at your neighbor and point at him and say, look at me, neighbor. I want to remind you that no matter how bad things look, never, ever forget that their rock is not like our rock. How many know, I don't care what the world's rock look like. How many know their rock is not like our rock? Come on, you better give God some praise as he's in a category all by himself. Somebody say hallelujah. Hannah, the mother of the prophet Samuel, put it like this in 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 2, where she said, there is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our rock. Lift your hands and declare that. Say, there's none holy as the Lord, and there is none beside thee. Shall neither... Is there any rock like our God? Tell God, God, you're in a category all by yourself, and I just want to give you that kind of praise this morning. Come on, put your hands together and give him some praise. Somebody say hallelujah. Shout peerlessness. But God is not just peerless. God is perfect, which leads to the next point, the perfection of God as my rock. For this point, I give you this one verse, Deuteronomy 32 and verse 4, which says that he is the rock. Everybody shout, he is the rock. That's Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 4. Shout again, he is the rock. His work is perfect for all his ways of judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. If you ever find yourself in a situation or circumstances in which life seems unfair or unjust and you want to blame God, always remember the truth of this verse, that God is a rock and his work is perfect in all his ways of judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. Here's what that means on our level. It means that I don't care how bad things get, we can never, ever legitimately blame God as doing something unfair or unjust or wrong in our lives. It means that even when we can't trace his hand, we can always trust his heart because God always has our best interest in mind. Anybody glad that all things, not just some things, but all things work together for your good? Even when you're going through a rough time. Anybody uh, been through a rough time at least one time this year already? Come on, lift your hands and say, God, I just thank you right now that you are my rock and your work is perfect and all your ways are just. You are a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right are you. So I claim your word that all things... Tell him, not some things, but all things are working together for my good. And like the song says, I can put my trust in you. Because even when I can't trace your hand, I can trust your heart. Put your hands together and give him praise for being that kind of God. And don't just think it, but also speak it. Don't just put it in your mind, but put it in your mouth. Don't just ponder it, but also proclaim it, which leads to the next point. Number four, the proclamation of God as our rock. Shout proclamation. Listen to David's proclamation in 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 2, where the Bible says, And he said, shout proclamation. And he said, shout proclamation. 
Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, there comes a time when you got to say something. How many know there comes a time when it's not enough for you just to think about the truths of the word of God? There comes a time when you got to put it in your mouth. Can I get a loud amen to that? And the Bible says, and he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Lift your hands right now because, listen, the Bible says we're living in perilous times. That's 2 Timothy 3.1. But Acts 2.17 says, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So we're not just living in perilous times. We're living in powerful times. Because the greater the problem, the greater the opportunity for God to display his power. So while on one hand, the world is quaking in fear, uh, we ought to be stirred up in faith. Said this is an opportunity for God to show just how awesome he is. Lift your hands, but in order for you to benefit from that, you got to put some stuff in your mouth. Can I get an amen to that? Look over at your neighbor while your hands are raised. As a neighbor, you got to put it in your mouth. You got to proclaim some things. So lift your hands and shout and say, I say it right now. The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my fortress. The Lord is my deliverer. If you believe that, give that God some praise. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. And here is an important principle. If you proclaim it, God will provide it. If you proclaim it, God will provide it. Which leads to the next point. Number four, the provisions of God as my rock. Deuteronomy 8.15. He says concerning the children of Israel going through the wilderness, that God led thee through that great and terrible wilderness wherein there were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought where there was no water, shout no water, but God brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint. I love this verse. Because the Bible says that God led them through the wilderness. You see, sometimes we think the devil is leading us through a wilderness experience. There are times when God will lead you through the wilderness. Do you realize concerning Jesus in Matthew 4, 1, I don't have it in my notes, but it says that Jesus was, after he was baptized in the Jordan of River, and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, and, and he saw the spirit descend upon him like a dove. Right after that, in Matthew 4, 1, it says, then was Jesus led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Why would God lead us into a wilderness experience? Because he said, God wanted you to see him do something that you've never seen him do before. God sometimes will allow you to go through things and you find yourself without water. But God says, I'm going to take a dry rock and I'm going to show you that I'm the God who can call something out of nothing. Can somebody say hallelujah? Anybody convinced our God is a way maker? Come on, anybody convinced? Not just a nice sounding song, but, I, but anybody convinced God is a way maker? See, we're living in a time when we're going to have to know God as our way maker like never before. Can I get an amen to that? Uh, God is a way maker. And so if you're going through an, a, a wilderness experience, it could just be that God wants you to discover him and experience him and know him and uh, encounter him as a way maker like you've never experienced before. Lift your hands right now and say, God, I praise you that you know how to provide 
and make a way even when there is no way. Give your God some praise and bless his name. Somebody say hallelujah. Anybody still convinced that our God will supply all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus? Look at the neighbor. Point at him. Say, my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Come on, give him some praise and bless his name. Somebody say hallelujah. And not only is he willing to do it, but he's able to do it because he has a power to do it, which leads to the next point. Number five, the power of God as my rock. Shout power. We find the power of the rock uh, for building in Matthew 7, 14, which says, therefore, whoever hears these words, Jesus says of mine, and does them, I will liken him unto a man which built his house upon a rock. And uh, verse 25 says, and the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it failed not because it was founded upon the rock and, and Jesus didn't say if the, the winds would come and the rains would come and the winds would blow he said when the rains would come when the floods would arise and when the wind would blow because if you keep living you will encounter a storm of some kind can I get an amen anybody know anything about storms and, and I'm, I'm, I, we're talking about what happened in Nashville, and we're praying for them as Pastor Diane did today. But, but how many know um, that, that uh, there's something more devastating even than a, a tornado just sitting on the ground and lingering there? Sometimes a storm will come against your mind. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes a storm will come against your emotions and you feel like you're going to fall apart. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes a storm will blow through your home or blow through uh, your job or blow through some other area uh, of your life. But is there anybody glad that God can handle every storm that you encounter in life as long as you are built upon the solid rock of the Lord Jesus Christ and not sinking sand? Anybody glad for that solid rock? Put your hands together and give that rock some praise. Somebody say hallelujah. But Jesus said this was the rock for building. Shout building. But there's also a rock for battles. Shout battles. Because he said in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 30. And if this one is not on the overhead, you need to write this one down. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 30. Repeat it after me. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 30. When he said, how should one chase a thousand? And two put 10,000 to flight, except their rock, shout rock, has sold them up and the Lord has shut them up. Here's what Moses was reminding them. The reason one can put a 1,000 to flight is because of the power of the rock. And the reason two can put 10,000 to flight is because of the power of the rock. Anybody glad that that rock is so powerful in our lives? That when the enemy comes against us one way, he's got to flee against us from us seven different ways. Somebody say hallelujah. And, and, and Jesus summed up the power of the rock for building and battling in Matthew 16, 18, where he said, I say unto you that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Lift your hands right now. Say, thank you, God, for the power of the rock in Jesus' name. And because God, uh, as, our, uh, is, as our rock, is the source of power, we should pray, which leads to the next point, number six, 
the prayers to God as my rock. For this point, I give you this precious verse in Psalm 61 and verse 2. Someone needs it here today. Lift your hands as I read it. All over this place, lift your hands as I read it. He said, from the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That's a prayer for somebody to pray right now. Lift your hands and pray it right now. Say, from the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. Keep your hands raised. That's why when they were singing that song, this is the air I breathe. It came to that point where it said that, and I'm desperate for you, and I'm lost without you. Anybody desperate for the Lord this morning? Wave your hands right now. Say, I'm desperate for you. And, and, and say, when my heart is overwhelmed, anybody glad he'll lead you to a rock that's higher? He'll lead you to a rock that's stronger? He'll lead you to a rock that's mightier? He'll lead you to a rock that's more powerful? Come on, you ought to give that rock some praise and bless his holy name. Somebody say hallelujah and blessed be the name of the Lord. And of course, biblical prayer always leads to biblical praise, which leads to my next and final point, number seven, the praise of God as my rock. Um, before I take you back to our text in Psalm 118, I take you to Psalm 95 and verse 1, which says, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. You may wonder why sometimes we get you to make so much noise it's not because God has a hearing problem it's because sometimes you got to drown out the lies of the devil in your own mind can somebody say amen to that so he says sometimes you got to make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation and I wonder if I got about five people here this morning that don't mind making a joyful noise to the Lord somebody say hallelujah notice I didn't say a happy noise because there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is based on happenstance, what happens to you. Um, we get happy when things turn out our way or, or, or we get what we've been expecting. But God is looking for folks that won't just make a happy noise. And there's a place for happy noise. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there's a place to get happy about something that turns out the way you want it to turn out. But, but, but how do you know that, that, that joy is much stronger than happiness? Because joy doesn't have anything to do with what's happening to you or around you or with you or for you. Joy is something that is planted there by God in the deep recesses of your inner man because Christ lives there. And since he'll never change, your joy does not have to change. You can give God a joyful noise even when all hell is breaking loose in your life. I wonder if I got anybody on mind making a joyful noise right now. Somebody say hallelujah. Come on, I said I wonder if I got anybody on mind making a joyful noise. Somebody say hallelujah. I said, I wonder if I got anybody on my making a joyful noise to the rock of your salvation. I'm going to ask again. I said, I wonder if I got anybody on my making a joyful noise to the rock of your salvation. Somebody say hallelujah. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to do it by making this joyful noise from my text, Psalm 18 and verse 46. Where we're going to declare that the Lord lives and blessed be my rock. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. Somebody say hallelujah. Lift your hands right now. We're going to make a joyful noise. And then when you get ready on your own, you stand to your feet. But lift your hands. We're just going to repeat this verse for several times. Say, the Lord lives. Lord lives. Anybody glad your God's not dead, but he is alive. 
Lift your hands right now and decree it. Say, the Lord lives. And blessed be my rock. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. Lift your hands. We're going to shout it again. Whenever you get ready to jump up and start shouting and giving the Lord a joyful noise, that's okay. It's on you. Shout, the Lord lives. And blessed be my rock. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. Somebody's getting ready to give the Lord a joyful noise. Come, we're going to shout it again. Shout, the Lord lives. And blessed be my rock. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. Oh, we're getting close to making a joyful noise that's going to shake heaven and shake hell. Come on, shout, the Lord lives. And blessed be my rock. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. Come on, on this time, I think everybody ought to give God a joyful shout, shout to the Lord. Shout it one more time. The Lord lives. Shout it with a joyful noise. Say, the Lord lives. And blessed be my rock. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. Now on the count of three, give him a joyful noise. One, two, three. Open your mouth and give God some praise. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Now listen to me. In the interest of wisdom, we're not doing a lot of high-fiving or fist bumping or hugging and all that. In the interest of wisdom. So you know who, who we're going to high-five today? We're going to high-five God. I want to do this to God. Give God a high-five right now. Somebody say hallelujah. When you walk by your neighbor after the service is over, say, I ain't high-fiving you, but I'm high-fiving God. Just do that. Look over at your neighbor right now and say, I'm high-fiving God right now. Because how I many know he's the most high God? And anybody convinced his name is above every name. And at his name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is our rock. He is Lord of all. Can somebody say hallelujah? Now, I want you to do like this with your hands and say, I'm high-fiving God right now. Because the Lord lives. Shout it. The Lord lives. And blessed be my rock. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. Now give him one more joyful noise. And bless his name. Somebody say hallelujah. Lift those hands toward heaven right now as we get ready to close. I've got a wedding to do this afternoon. I've got to get on the beach here shortly. But wave your hand in his presence. God is my rock. I don't care what kind of hell you're going through. I don't care how much shaking is going on all around you. You can stand. and You can be like Paul says, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? Because God is my rock. Shout it. God is my rock. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Now, Father, we, we speak the stability. We speak um, the serenity. We, we speak um, the solidity. We speak the soundness of, of that solid rock into the lives of these, your people. Whatever they've been leaning on, that sinking sand, shifting sand, Uncertain sand, unstable sand. We decree right now that today we refuse to lean on the world's rock because their rock is not as our rock. 
We speak your strength, the strength of that rock into the lives of these, your, your people. For when our hearts are overwhelmed, you are the God who leads us to the rock that is higher than we are. Wave your hand over your head as I receive the strength of that rock right now. I receive the peace of that rock right now. I receive the joy of that rock right now. I receive the anointing of that rock. I receive the power of that rock right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, that that rock is crushing the head of the enemy right now. And everything the devil meant for evil in our lives, that rock is turning it around for our good. And we give you praise for that because God is my rock. Can I get a loud amen to that? Come give God another high five. Do that right there. And then put your hands together and praise him for being your rock in this place. In the name of the Lord, somebody say hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, you need to accept him as your Savior. Can I get a real loud amen to that? And confess him as your Lord. Rock.